Hello, this is Joe, the Connection Counselor, and today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Hello, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, and welcome to another special bonus episode of Executive Presence Morsels, Ask Me Anything. Today's question comes from a colleague of mine at KPMG International, Christian Rast, who is the Global Head of Technology and Knowledge. And I've actually had the opportunity to see Christian uh, when he visited us in New Jersey from Montvale, uh, talk and present. Uh, and I was always impressed with his uh, perspective and his leadership uh, approach. Uh, and so I'm really happy that he asked this question and looking forward to answering it. And also sometimes um, I encourage him very gently uh, that I would love to see him write a book uh, sometime with some of that knowledge he's been sharing, uh, but I don't push him too hard because he's like so many levels <laughs> above me uh, on the food chain. So uh, we all ultimately uh, report up into Christian. But thank you, Christian, for your question. So Christian's question is, why is it important that good leaders walk their walk? I'll give it to you one more time. Why is it important that good leaders walk their walk? And if you just take that question on its face, you know, it may seem sort of obvious. But if you start to think about it a little bit more, it's not really that clear. There could be lots of different reasons why that's important, some easier to articulate than others. So I want to uh, share my perspective on this uh, with the lens of executive presence and three of the six degrees of executive presence that I teach, uh, the six degrees of executive presence being states of being uh, that inspire confidence that, that you'll have the ability to lead in a given situation. So the first state of being, which is important in terms of, you know, making sure you walk your walk, is being resolute, right? The state of being of resolute. It's really difficult for people to follow a leader who flip-flops too easily. So the uh, metaphor I like to use is imagine you're in a car and your leader's in the car ahead of you and they're driving and... You know, they're using their turn signals, but they keep on, you know, turning it right and then they change their mind and they turn left. Or they seem like they're going to go one way and then all of a sudden they make a U-turn. After just a few minutes of doing this, how do you feel besides being motion sick, right? Does that inspire confidence that this person knows where they're going or does it seem like they're lost or maybe just messing with you? Either way, it doesn't really inspire confidence that that's the person you want to follow on this particular drive to this particular destination. They may be great at getting somewhere else, but for this specific thing, you don't feel that confidence and trust in them. And, and that's what executive presence is about because it allows us to follow and trust, which is important because sometimes that hesitation or um, lack of conviction can make the difference between a good execution and, you know, a not successful execution. 
A second principle that I like to share, and when we mentioned it already, is confidence. And the definition I like to use for confidence is the purity of action produced by a mind free of doubt. So it's the purity of action produced by a mind free of doubt. And that definition is taken from a book called The Confidence Code, written by Caddy Kay and Claire Shipman. And I just love this definition. So if your leader is not walking their walk, right, it really says something about their confidence, right, and your view of their confidence in themselves and what they're doing. So when you do something other than the thing you're telling other people to do, it really undermines their confidence in you because you, you know, you're doing one thing and you're telling them to do another thing. You're like, mm, maybe that's not really what I should do because the person who's telling me to do it uh, isn't, you know, isn't doing what they're telling me to do. And that has never really worked or never really will work, you know, telling someone just do as I say, not as I do. And if you develop a pattern of doing that, you will often lose the trust and sometimes the respect even of the people who are going to follow you. Because if you can't follow through on your own advice or your own directions, why should anyone else also be expected uh, to do that? The third and the last degree of executive presence I want to share, which has to do with the importance of walking your walk, is being engaged, right? And by engaged, I mean connected to individuals, to the task, to the organization, right? To understand that the way you walk and what you do impacts other people's walk and what they do because you're engaged, because you're connected. And I really love the metaphor of two gears, right? You can have two gears, and if the leader is one gear and a follower is the second gear, and the leader's not engaged, and their gear is just spinning, right? What is the impact on the follower who's the other gear? There's no impact, right? You're just spinning in space. doesn't matter how fast you spin, but nothing is happening to the other gear. Now change that, move the gears together and link them perfectly so they're engaged, so they're connected. Now, when the leader's gear turns, so does the followers. And that's the value of being engaged, that, that your moves are felt either consciously or unconsciously by the followers, and they respond in the appropriate way. And it has the bonus impact that the opposite happens, because when others, when your followers are doing something, you feel that, you feel the impact, you understand what's going on because you're connected. And that doesn't happen unless you're engaged. Now, a lot of leaders, especially new leaders, may have to learn that what they do and say has a much bigger impact on uh, others than it did just a day or a week before, before they were promoted into this more powerful leadership position. Now, some people may say, well, Joe, that's kind of obvious. It's, it's because, you know, now people are paying more uh, attention to you because you've got a higher position. And of course, now, you know, if you, if you say something, people are going to be, uh, you know, listening to you closer. And I would say that that is a reason why what you say 
uh, and do is more impactful. But I wouldn't say it's the main reason. I don't think it's actually the main reason. The main reason, I would say, is now because of your position, your actions are more connected to more people. Again, it's, it's the gears analogy. So whereas before, maybe you were connected to 10 or 20 gears, you have a small team. Now you might be connected for 100 or 1,000 gears. So that doesn't mean you're actively managing 1,000 people. It doesn't mean you're actually in conversation or get to know 1,000 people. But 1,000 people now are following you and are engaged with you and want to do a good job. So are listening much more closely to what you say how you act, and how you do. And, and that's why uh, it's really important, especially as you assume those higher-level leadership positions, uh, as, as Christian asked in the question, to really walk their walk. Because if you don't, it can be really damaging to your success. It can be damaging to other people's motivation, career, and productivity. And it can be really damaging to the success of the organization that both you and your team and your followers work for. So those are three kind of reasons through the filter of executive presence and the six degrees of executive presence, why it's so important for leaders to walk their walk. So thanks, Christian, for your excellent question. If you or anyone else has additional questions on executive presence, would love to hear them. Just write me at joe at connectioncounselor.com or leave a voice message on Anchor FM. This is Joe Kwam, the Connection Counselor, and thanks for listening to this bonus episode of Executive Presence Morsels, Ask Me Anything. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. Thank you for joining us for this bonus episode of Executive Presence Morsels, brought to you by our sponsors. Tune in next time for your daily dose of executive presence. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for another tasty executive presence morsel.